The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Good morning. Uh, this is Dwayne Henry on Analyze This. We're back. We just had a conversation with um, the Department of Education. Very good information they just gave out there. And um, we should have our, our next guest. Um, we, we're waiting for our 9 o'clock. Uh, should be UVI, uh, Athletic Department. Uh, giving us some updates there. But we just had a good update. Tomorrow, we're going to have a segment on the... Um, yesterday, I was talking about the lead copper, uh, the LCR uh, report that came out of um, of, 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 of EPA. And uh, we're going to delve into some solutions to that situation uh, beginning uh, tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. I might have a special guest who's eminently qualified to speak on that. But uh, right now, we're going to go to our guest this morning. Uh, good morning, doctor. Good morning. How are you? How are you? Welcome back. I remember, we, we spoke before when you had assumed your position as athletic director. And uh, yes, yes and the, the former, you were with the, uh, the MEAC, right? Correct. Yeah, you were a MEAC commissioner before. So welcome back. Uh, and you have uh, an announcement to make this morning, right? Yeah, so a couple updates on, you know, what's been going on over the last, you know, couple months since we talked. Wanted to come back and fill you all in and let the community know kind of what we got going on. Sure, well, go ahead. Yes. Okay, so I um, want to invite everybody in St. Thomas tonight to the Sports and Fitness Center on UVI's campus. We partnered with Hulu to have a free screening of their upcoming series called Black Cake like the black cake that we're accustomed to eating here in the Caribbean. Uh, doors open at 7, the screening starts at 7.30. We have free popcorn, pizza, drinks, giveaways. Um, so it's going to be a pretty exciting event. The, the series is based on a book by New York Times bestselling author Charmaine Wilkerson and, you know, covers some family drama. It's kind of a murder mystery that's set in several different beautiful locations across the globe and was most I think important to me is that Richard Yale of St. Thomas was one of the cinematographers on the series. So he didn't shoot the episode that we're seeing tonight, but I think he shot a couple upcoming episodes. So the series airs on Hulu uh, starting November 1st, but we have a sneak peek of it tonight. So any, it's free and open to the public, so anybody who wants to come can. Doors open at 7, screening starts at 7.30. That, um, and then, go ahead. And that and the location is Eldridge Eldridge Blake. Yes, the Eldridge Blake Sports and Fitness Center. Like I said, doors open at seven. Screening starts at seven thirty, and it's free. So you don't have to pay anything, and we'll feed you, get some good snacks, and watch a movie movie night on a random Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So um, I'm not over this. I can't uh, make it. But uh, yeah. but I do encourage everyone to 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 go and check it out. 
and I'm pretty sure it's going to be a great series on on, on Hulu. So now, so now I gotta go um, restart my Hulu subscription that I ended <laughs> a few months ago. There we go. Uh, uh, and, and and so you had um, some other announcements to make, right? You go right yeah, ahead. So yeah, keep, basketball season is right around the corner, and we have another free event coming up next Friday. It's our Buccaneer Madness event kicking off at 7 p.m. It's the official start of our basketball season, and we'll have scrimmages by both of our teams, three-point contests by both teams, a dunk contest by the men, Fan games, prizes, giveaways, a whole bunch of just a, a night of excitement and basketball. Um, it's also free next Friday, November 3rd, also at the Elders Blake Sports and Fitness Center. So inviting, again, everybody on St. Thomas to come if St. Croix folks are over. They can come hang out with us as well. Um, but really, really excited about the upcoming basketball season. Um, the schedules are finished. I know when you and I talked the last time, we were working feverishly to finish the schedules. They are completed. We have quite a few home games, so hoping that everybody everywhere can make it make time to come to some games. Um, the schedules are posted on UVIAthletics.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check the schedules out. Um, let us know which games you can come to and. The season promises to be not one, not only one of excitement, but one of just like really good basketball. Uh, just to whet the public's appetite, when when is the first two uh, home games? I hope they play. So, if you can, if, I don't know if you so have, we have an, Yeah, yeah, we have an exhibition game with our for the men's team on November tenth, which is the following Friday after um, Buccaneer Madness. Uh, okay. we were supposed to, it was supposed to be a doubleheader with the women, but um, the opponent that we had fell through. So the men will be playing some former Virgin Islands professional players mm. uh, from St. Croix. Yeah, from, like, from the whole territory. Mm-hmm. But they're, most of them are physically in St. Croix right now, so they're mm-hmm. coming over to play an exhibition game against the men on November 10th. Mm. But you'll get to see both the men and the women on November 29th against Champion Christian University. Okay. So, again, super exciting. We have all of these home games now that we're in the GCAC. And we have a you know, couple of non-conference games as well. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm super excited. Yes, that, that's, that sounds really exciting, especially um, the, the November 10th game. It's be good, mm-hmm. good to see the the OGs right. uh, come right. to take on the, 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 I, I know you probably got people like Donald Bow on that team, um, and, and, and a couple other guys. Um. So they they haven't given me the official roster yet, mm-hmm. but um, I've been working with Tegan, um, and he's putting together mm-hmm. you know an elite crew of people. So it'll mm-hmm. be really exciting and interesting to see who they put together. And then to see the game, you know, just happen in person. Well, of course, of course, and and then of um, you know, and and, and these exhibition games are free, or is so it a minor charge? We will begin, yeah. So minor, minor, minor charge. We mm-hmm. want to make the games affordable so that everybody can attend. Of course. So the single games are five dollars. Oh and wow! Double headers and right, yeah. That's basically free. <laughs> Right, so I wanted in the first year for everybody to be able to come and experience 
this new version of UVI basketball. Right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to have price to be a barrier. I want people and their families and their kids and everybody to come. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the higher price point might eliminate some people, especially of course. parents with kids who want to come and bring mm-hmm. in four or six people. Mm-hmm. So we want to make everything affordable this year so that they can really come and get a, a honest taste of what the experience will be. And then, you know, in years to come, we'll, we'll, price ad- we'll adjust the prices accordingly mm-hmm. based on the, the product that we're putting out. But this year, $5 single games, $10 doubleheaders. Yeah. Let me, uh, and, and also the, um, I know there's some contractual um, considerations with, in terms of the broadcasting of, of, of these local games. Um, any opportunity for <clears throat> at least the... November 10th game to be either probably not live, but, um, you know, recorded, broadcasted, available on YouTube or something? So one of the really awesome parts of our partnership with the conference is that all, every single home event, so beginning with Buccaneer Madness next week, will be streamed live. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, for, yeah, for free at that on the HBCU Plus app. So right. Uh, go to the Google Store, go to the Apple Play Store, uh, download the HBCU Plus app, and you can view not only the UVI channel, but all the other channels for the conference schools. So you get awesome HBCU sports and other things because we have um, other content on our channel as well, so do the other schools. But again, everything is free. You can download the HBCU Plus app, and then you can literally stream all of our home games for free. And then once we get to conference play, you can see our away games as well. Great, great. That's the HBU... HBCU Plus. HBCU Plus. Okay, because right. I'm pulling up my phone now so I can get to the App Store and, and download it. I don't want to miss any games. I'm, of course, try to get over there, but you know how that is. Right, yeah. $6,000 so you'll, you'll for everything. if, if, $6,000. Yeah, on the app, yeah. <laughs> okay, I found it. Okay, great. And um, any changes in your staff? Oh, any man, staff so changes? We, had, we had quite a few additions since we talked last. Mm-hmm. Um, I was getting ready to add a cross-country check and field coach when we talked, or I may have, yeah, I think he was at it. I think so. But uh, Dale Joseph from here in St. Thomas was, or is, our cross-country and track and field coach, and we just concluded our cross-country season, which was, in my eyes, a success. Um, Mm -hmm. We started everything late. We didn't really get a chance to recruit, so we had some of our basketball players on the men's and women's side step up and become dual-sport athletes and actually competed in cross-country for us and they did really, really well. So super proud of them. Um, the men's team finished seventh in the conference championships of eight teams. And then we had one runner on the women's side who finished 11th in the whole thing of, I think it was about 60 women who run, ran. Mm-hmm. And she, again, she missed getting a medal by a couple seconds. So imagine if we had a, a full off season to train and, you know, we had everything in place like we needed it to we can definitely make some noise in the conference for cross-country. So looking forward to that season next year, looking forward to outdoors track in the spring, but was, you know, exceptionally proud of what the cross-country team was able to accomplish. 
Um, in terms of additional staff, we hired two graduate assistants, uh, one for basketball to assist with both basketball programs. His name is LaShawn Robinson, has several years of experience in basketball training and development and coaching. Um, he is currently working on his Ph.D. here at UVI, so, mm. you know, definitely a balancing act, yeah, but high-quality student and an amazing coach. And then we hired uh, Taylor Nunley to serve as our uh, graduate assistant for administration. She was one of my former interns when I worked at Grambling. She was one of my marketing interns, and um, she is in the MBA program here, but she is a whiz at administration and logistics and all things sports management. So she's really come in and hit the ground running like all of us have. And she's literally, you know, assisting us and help us, helping us to keep everything together. Um, and then my most recent hire is our sports information director, Shaquille Richardson, a St. Thomas native, um, who also hit the ground running. I think this is his third week um, and has been instrumental and not only making this interview happen today, but in a lot of the things that you'll see on our website and our social media platforms. So, you know, making the team, um, growing the team. We also hired a consultant for compliance to make sure that we are all eligible, all the student-athletes are eligible, and we're adhering to the rules of the NAIA and the conference. So she, she's working remote, so she's not physically here with us, but, right. again, working as hard as everybody else. And we have one more position to fill. It is an athletic trainer. So mm -hmm. hoping that that position closes on the 31st, so that's next Tuesday. Um, so if any athletic trainers are listening and you want to apply, come join an awesome team at UVI. Feel free to apply. But, you know, growing the team, and we got some really, really good pieces in place. That, that sounds great. Uh, you know, of course, we're, we're very happy to see, you know, UVI um, building all its areas, not just in academics, but also in in um, athletics and, and, and right. other activities for the students, because you know the, the the complete development of the student is, is always the goal of any university, and right. you know, it's just right. not a matter of going to class. You know, you got to have that. You pre as you prepare these people to become uh, contributing members of society. That, that right. they contribute at all levels, all levels. So yep. that that's really um, refreshing to hear, and and we're ha happy that you, you you made it. What what are the um now you've been on the job for for a little while since you know since the last mm -hmm. time we spoke. What are some of the challenges that you've seen that without you know I don't want you to you know divulge any confidential stuff or anything right. like that. But right. general professional challenges that you see that that, that you've run into and, and, and how have you dealt with them? If you could give us a couple of examples of that. Um, so one big challenge is now that we're in the conference, we have to travel to all these different games and contests. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been trying to make the budget fit the travel that we have to do. And, you know, there's a challenge there with, you know, resources, but it's just an opportunity for me to go out and raise some funds mm -hmm. and, you know, make some new friends and some donors. <laughs> uh, but, you know, having to, like, I was telling one of the other ADs I was talking to at the conference meet last week, you know, when they have an away game, 
They hop on a bus and drive a few hours. Yeah. If not, yeah, if we're not playing in the sports and fitness center, we're on a plane. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and for cross country, this last trip we traveled with a group of 16 people, including athletes, coaches, and administrators. Mm-hmm. That almost doubles for basketball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. separate teams so you know just the, the managing the logistics of it all making sure we have tickets for everybody making mm-hmm. sure we're all on the same flight because we've had instances where you know teams had to fly separately and that you know became a logistical challenge mm-hmm. um so navigating that that whole realm of travel and paying for it and, you know, just managing it all, all the different aspects of it. You know, we had to, one of the places we went, we flew in to the airport and then we still had to, we had to rent cars and then we had to still drive two hours wow. to get there. Wow. Right. So, you know, we working through those logistical uh, challenges has been one of the things that, um, you know, I've had to deal with so far. But mm-hmm. once you get a taste of, what it can be, you then understand how to plan to avoid yeah. the issues. Yeah, and so, just so the go ahead. I was going to say, I wanted uh, just so the public could get an idea. You mentioned the basketball team. You know how many people are traveling to to a game? You got a, an eleven man roster, eleven person roster. So uh, and then, we have for the women, we have eleven, and for mm-hmm. the men, we're traveling fourteen. So we have. Or, uh, we have a couple more that won't necessarily travel, so yeah. we have to limit our travel roster right. so that it can, again, make logistical sense. And right. then you have... Then, then you have coach. support staff. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you have at least three support staff members and two coaches. Mm-hmm. So right there, we're almost, you know, at 30, 31, 32 people. Yeah, wow. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... You need to charter you know, a plane. Right? So we, we need to, uh, what I propose is we get an aviation program started at UVI. And we get some <laughs> certified instructors that can fly us. And, uh, you know, we could. The Bar of the National Guard plane. plane. Right, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, fly to where we need to go. Right. Hold um, that thought. Hold that thought. Uh, we're going to take a break and come back okay. and then you can finish up, okay? okay finish that thought. Good. Okay, thanks. St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. Join me to Rally Tori 100 Bucks. 
Reading is Fundamental invites you to visit rallytoread.org today to learn about our reading campaign. Join the pledge to read 100 books, hear your child's favorite authors read their books, and find activities to keep young readers motivated. Teachers can also enter the Rally to Read sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for their own school, subject to rules. Visit rallytoread.org today. The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. this and um we have uh, uvi athletic director on speaking with us and you would uh, mid thought when we went to break if you can pick up please so yeah so just talking about the um logistical challenges of you know traveling with such a big group and planning far enough in advance and you know one of the things we also have to kind of account for is you know what if somebody gets injured in between you know away game, so we travel to one game, they come back and they play at home, they're injured, so now we already got plane tickets for the next game, but this person isn't traveling. So having to kind of go through it on a smaller scale for cross-country uh, gave us insight into just some of the different things that can pop up. So we are far more prepared for planning for basketball travel. So, yeah, that's one of the unique challenges that I've had to deal with so far. But, you know, we're growing and we're learning through the process. Let me ask you this. Does UVI have an official booster organization? Uh, not to my knowledge, but definitely something that we are looking into and getting ready to work on. Yeah, I always wondered yeah. about that. I know you, you have your fans, and, um, and those of us that may have attended UVI or, right. or graduated from UVI, I'm pretty sure would be interested in, in you know, helping out the athletic department. So hopefully we see something like that happen really, really soon, you know, because um, I'm excited about the level that somebody of your caliber, Dr. Cardi, um, you know, has brought to the UVI program. And, um, you know, we can only go up. Um, right. and, and I'm pretty sure we're going to go very far up uh, under your tutelage. Um, so we want to see you know, this whole broad spectrum of, you know, UVI blowing up, you know, for lack of a right, better yeah. term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely in a good way. And, you know, 
once I can get through some of the initial stages of just getting these teams together mm-hmm. and on the court or the field, uh, we will do some more strategic planning and just really get out in the community. Friend raise, because again, I, I don't want to go ask people for money without them True. knowing who we are and understanding True. the vision and all that stuff. True. Yeah, that, that's, that's transactional and it's not mm-hmm. building honest relationships. It so, isn't. Yeah, you, know, you just simply ask them yeah. for money without actually... Right. Trying to get them yeah. involved and make them part of the family. Right, right. You know, and, and I want to be able to connect with all the former athletes, former students, all the alums, and really make genuine connections and figure out ways that we can all, you know, support each other. So it, it's, on the, it's on the plan. This is day 86 on the job. So still still getting there. That's that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um I remember the last time we spoke, you know, you, you just joined the, the new conference, and, and I understand conference uh, uh, rules and stuff like that, but um, mm-hmm. it, it, now, now you, you do have some exceptions where you could play a certain amount of out-of-conference games, right? Right, yeah, yeah, we can play non-conference games right. to start the seat. Yeah. Right. Now, um, and I know traditionally UVI used to do a lot of games down in Puerto Rico, or Puerto Rico would come down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. um, UPR and, and Inter-American, mm-hmm. I think. Um, that, that we, is that on the, this year's um, calendar or, or for the So we're still trying to work out some games. We actually had some conversations on Monday with some of the ADs in Puerto Rico to see where we can add a game or two for this season. But we are definitely looking to partner next season where we can have a lot of games here and in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. so that, you know, we can ease some of that travel expense. Exactly, and, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm the team. So they, they pay to go away as well. They don't of course. do a whole lot, but they do travel to the U.S. to play games. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the things I spoke with with the conference commissioner while I was away last week was, they, and these discussions predated me, but her and I talked about it last week, was having basically a Caribbean division of the GCAC mm-hmm. and get some Caribbean schools in Puerto Rico, maybe some different Caribbean islands, mm-hmm. where we could have inter-Caribbean travel instead of having to, you know, again, fly 40 mm-hmm. people to the state. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, something to look at. Puerto Rico is a, hip, a skip and a hop away from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if we could get that going in terms of NAIA teams that will play in our conference or, or if they can get some more NAIA teams there that mm-hmm. we can just schedule regularly, yeah. it'll definitely work out and it'll, you know, serve to save budgets but also increase mm-hmm. community engagement because there'll be more local games happening on both islands. Yep, and, and, and then also the you know, the funds you raise at those local games, you get to keep, you know, uh, as opposed to you go away and you right. really don't get any of that gate. Um, right, right, uh, right. You know, so so you know, games played here, you get to keep all the money. <laughs> but 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 right, also, I, but the, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, say that again. Nice, and our fans get to come to games. Yeah, yeah, we get to yeah, see you play. More to see, mm-hmm. more excitement to have. Yeah, you, you and, and, I, and, and earlier you, you mentioned the other Caribbean islands, and that's actually where uh, um, you know I said she's so smart that she's already there before I could lead her there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about um, the British Virgin Islands, H. Levity mm-hmm. Stout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they they. Yeah, they 
Yeah, they have, a, right they have a team there. Right away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that, yeah, that, that'll so, be great. Yeah. And then, like like I yeah. said, of course. And then, you know, you have these, um, the I think there's one in St. Kitts, the medical school. That's actually mm-hmm. an American school. They, you know, they used to have right. one in Grenada. I don't know what other right. islands they're on, but I think St. Kitts and maybe Antigua has one. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, those are Americans mainly. They, I mean, there's some right. some natives. Right. But you would think that, you know, since they you know, they would probably have an interest in a basketball. I don't know. Between the studies of medical school, it's difficulty. But, you know, they could play an exhibition, come down and, and play right. an exhibition, you know, with with some fellow American, um, with a fellow American team, you know. So that would be interesting to see if maybe uh, one or two of those medical schools could come down here and, and play with us and, you know, right. give them a break. And, and, and it's a different level of competition, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. And that will be and yeah. stuff can be quite um, quite time-consuming. But, but the um, uh, what I wanted to ask you, it, um, have you ever thought of, I know there's a lot on your plate and stuff, but the having a mentoring type of relationship with the high schools in terms of, um, and it could also serve as a pipeline for um, a recruitment tool for UVI. Um, we're, um, you know, um, there might be clinics or so given right. to the high schools. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm talking you know, about there's that plans in place to host some clinics over the summer with our coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we got to make sure we stay within the rules in terms right. of talking to recruitable athletes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The NAIA rules are different to NCAA, but we still have to make sure, you know, we're approaching it the right way. So Absolutely. What's always safe, yeah, what's always safe is to talk to um, middle school and lower students. Mm. technically not recruitable athletes. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. So you know the loopholes. <laughs> right, definitely. Interest, we have some community engagement things line up where we're working with the local schools to you know, serve as referees for their game, for their mm-hmm. games that they have mm-hmm. they're putting on. And, you know, we're going to invite them down um, in the summer once we get through with basketball but we can have some clinics here for the community. So mm-hmm. we're working on things. Um, you know, we I just got started at a time where we literally had to hit the ground running and yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of time mm-hmm. to, to plan the bigger things. But right. we got time on our side for next year, so we will definitely have a whole lot of awesome things coming out. That's great. That's great. Because, you know, that's one of the things, you know, Mitch, um, UVI being a land-grant institution and, and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it, you know, the... There's a little bit more expected of those types of institutions and being a public university um, right. in terms of, you know, um, community involvement. And, and, and UVI, has, has, I think, has done a good job of community involvement in many areas. Um, right. You know, and, and of course, you know, the, the, the athletic department has been, you know, um, lack of a better term, it's had its good years and it's um, not so good years. And um, right. so, so that always affects the level of uh, involvement you can do. Um, but right. but um, with the, the, the team I see you building there now and, and the program that I see you building there, you know, it's going to be a while, but I, but I expect to see in the near future 
a lot more um, involvement with the community. And, and, and then the community also will become a lot more supportive. You know, right. and, and, and right. you know, it's a symbiotic relationship and, and you'll yeah. feed off each other. Yeah, we got to be good partners. You know, again, I can't go out asking them to come to games or to do anything mm -hmm. if I don't at least give them a taste of what we have to offer. Because, like yes. you said, you know, they've been up and down years and they've been some good and bad experiences. Mm -hmm. So now that, you know, it's a new era here, we want to, again, invite everybody and welcome, in, welcome them in with open arms and show them what the new era looks like so mm -hmm. hopefully it'll build some excitement within them mm -hmm. that they'll just want to come yes you know my aim, yeah my aim is to get everybody and i think i may have mentioned this the first time we were on mm -hmm. have ubi athletic events be the premier events happening wherever they're taking place so mm -hmm. we can come over and do something on st croix it'll be the premier event over there yeah. when they're happening in thomas it, it, people will hear Hey, you know, UVI got a basketball game tonight, yes. they got a doubleheader, and everybody going to be like, oh, my God, I got to clear my schedule because I'm going to be there. Absolutely. So, that's where I'm, yeah, yeah so, we're on the same sheet. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, and, and, we're, we're mm -hmm. getting, that, that, getting to that point. Right. And, and you know, having lived in North Carolina for many years, I, I mm -hmm. see the importance of that. The right. uh, North Carolina, until Charlotte got teams, didn't have any professional teams in anything. So right, everything right. with the universe, that's why they have such great, as you know, great university teams. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's because they don't have any professional teams. Yeah. And, yeah, um, they were it for a mm -hmm. while, for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and they still have great uh, university teams. And, and, and the fan base is rabid, you know? I mean, oh, you know. and even among the smaller yeah. schools, you go to, like, Fateville, Tech, oh, yeah. and, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And, and they, 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 those games are packed. You know, and yeah. that's a division oh, yeah. three school, you know, and, 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 yep. and, you know, you go up to Elizabeth City State and stuff. They do huge mm -hmm. basketball oh, games yeah. and stuff like that. Yep. I'd like to see UVI be like that. You know, we, we, we're too far away to, to have professional teams and stuff. Like that. And yeah, yeah, we could always watch it on TV, but it's nothing like going to see. I remember going to CIAA tournaments in Raleigh and Durham. And it was absolutely exciting. I mean, it, it, you know, I, I wasn't in college. I was in the army, uh, but you know, it, it was. As a matter of fact, one time, my, my nephew, I brought my nephew. He was going to Southern Methodist in in, in, in Dallas, and and brought him over uh, to see a CIAA tournament in um, in oh, Raleigh, wow. and, and he was, you know, as a matter of fact, it was the first H HBCU um, tournament he or game actually he had been to. And uh, oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, because you know, he, um, Southern Methodist is definitely not an HBCU school, uh, right. if you know what I mean. Right. But um, but the level of excitement and 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 and, and I'm telling you, the level of community involvement in in, 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 in as you know, you came from the MIAC, is is it's absolutely amazing. I mean, it, it's 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 like a family thing, and I'd like to see that here in, in with UVI, where we be able to see, and then you know, it boosts the morale of the of the the players also, and they gave us absolutely. better performance because it's like, yeah, wow, exactly. people coming out to see us, you know. So we really need right. to support the, the the team, you know. I'm speaking to the community now that that we really really need to support these teams, not just um, the basketball team, but all the teams. And, um, right, yeah. and, and, you know, because that's all we have here. UVA is ours. And, um, right, and we yeah. need to act like it's ours by supporting it 
clearly and, and, and giving something back to UVA. See, yeah, I met your vice president of institutional advancement the other day. And he's probably, I don't know if he's okay. listening, but he's probably like, that guy's itching for my job. You know? <laughs> but you know what I mean? Uh, is we really need to, you know, support the institution. And, and, and I think right. Dr. Hall has been doing a great job over there. Yeah, so, so you mentioned, you know, the players loving the support that the community can provide. We had a meet and greet um, in September where, you know, the campus community, a few members came out to literally meet the teams and the athletic staff. Mm-hmm. And everybody really enjoyed it. Like the players, the student athletes, they got hyped for it. Yeah, it was a like, pep oh, rally, like they call them in the States, you right, know? Yeah. Right. And, you know, it was small and it was intimate and we had a good time and we, you know, ate, we had hors d'oeuvres and everything uh-huh. and they really enjoyed it. So I know they're looking forward to the season uh-huh. and in terms of what we can put, what the product that we're putting on the floor, we actually have two preseason all-conference players on our team. Wow. So two or Right, yeah, two returners from last year. Nathan Shaw Clark was named to the first team last week, and then Jaleel Langston was named to the second team. So, you know, those were two players that played for us last year. Mm-hmm. They're back this year. You know, really? Coach added quite a bit of really awesome talent. So the conference members who voted recognize that, hey, you know, these two players are deserving of being recognized on the preseason team. Wow. And I just hope people know that we ready to bring it. Um, both, uh, yeah. they, they picked us. They picked us tenth. Now they picked the men tent and the women tent because again we're new in the conference, so yeah. we're not going to take that personally. Right. But what we're going <laughs> to do is show up and show out. And there you go. That we are here to contend. There you so go. That's excited. that's what I like yeah, to hear. Super excited. Yes, that's what I like to say. I told Neville after the first time we spoke, I said, Neville, we got to go over there and check out some of them games, bro. Because, you know, he's a sports, a sports fanatic. And, um, right, y'all just yeah. let me know when y'all coming. We'll make yeah, it happen. For sure. I'm just like, I'll, I'll send you all the schedule. Mm-hmm, yes. Uh, again, you can check it on uviathletics.com. Mm-hmm. Everybody follow us on social media, UVI underscore athletic mm-hmm. on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and then UVI athletics on Facebook. So the schedules will be everywhere. Um, let me know when y'all are coming over. We will I'll have uh, Shaquille email you all the schedules so you can have them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. Okay. I need y'all to come. I need everybody to come with me. Ooh, it's for sure. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a break, and then we come back, and we, we finish up with you, okay? We talk with Dr. Karen Cardi, uh, former mayor commissioner and now UVI athletic director. Center and the VI Energy Office, in partnership with the Worldwide Universities Network, are hosting the second annual VI Energy Fair. 
There will be live demonstrations, interactive exhibits on energy and sustainability, and community leaders on site to discuss the territory's efforts to reduce energy costs. The fair takes place at the UBI Sports and Fitness Center on St. Thomas on October 28th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information, visit cgtc-usvi.org. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. filling in for Neville James on Analyze This on 93.1 WTJX Radio, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're here uh, having a second chat of the year with Dr. Karen Carty, who is the athletic director at the University of the Virgin Islands and a former um, member of the MIAC conference, uh, or commission of the MIAC conference in up in the assistant commissioner. Assistant, assistant commissioner, right. And and, and they're headquartered in Virginia, right? Yes. In yes. North Virginia. Right. Yeah. And and we we're happy to have somebody of her quality here in, in no, back home in the Virgin Islands. So um we were talking about schedules and, and mm-hmm. you know, stuff coming up. Uh, and like I said, we, we're going to be very happy to come over there as soon as we, we get that schedule. You want to, once again, um, give your um, your social media platforms? Yeah, so first of all, our website, anything UVI Athletics related will be here. It's uviathletics.com. Um, our first set of social handles, UVI underscore athletics for Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And then UVI Athletics on Facebook. And then I also want to remind everybody to download the HBCU Plus app so that you can look at all of the home UVI games online for free. And then once we get to conference season in December, you can see all of our away games for free as well. So 
super excited. I need everybody to follow. I need the people who are around to come out to the events, check the schedule. Again, follow us on social media so that you can get updates, reminders. You can be alerted of any changes because, you know, schedules change and things happen. We're impacted by weather a lot down here. So, you know, make sure you follow us or at least check the website often so you can keep up to date with every single thing that we're doing. Great. Yeah, yes. Uh, make sure you all do because, uh, you know, we know that people like their social media. So it's an easy right. way for you to, to, to be involved. Even if you can't make it to the games and stuff like that, like right. here on St. Croix, you can still engage uh, through social media. And, um, and, and like I said, it's, it's so important that, that we, we big up um, our own university and, and, and right. all the yeah. players. And so many of us have family members if we didn't go there ourselves. So we should so really be um, pushing it, and and UVA could only get better if we want it to be better, and um, and we do want it to be better. So let's just do the right thing there, and 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 um, and and pick it up. There's some of the other okay. We we speak a lot about basketball because I know that's the most imminent. What's gonna be after the um, what comes up in January? What's the next sports? I know there's some overlap with basketball yeah, season. But we get started with uh, outdoor track and field, I think, end of February, early March. Okay. So really looking forward to that. Um, we got to do some recruiting for that in the meantime, kind of in the interim. Um, because, like I said, we use some basketball players for cross country. Mm. And they won't be available to start the season because they'll be competing, you know, completing their basketball right. season. And hopefully so, in, hopefully in postseason play. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, everybody automatically goes to the conference tournament, but we're hoping that we can, you know, make it out of the conference tournament and mm. get to nationals. So there you go. That's, that's the aim. You know, we want to win, but I want to see, I want, again, the, the, the aim for this year for me and my coaches were to just field full season, make it through the full season, play all the games. Try to have as few interruptions as possible. Mm -hmm. um, really ecstatic that we were able to make it through cross country, uh, and then really, really looking forward to basketball and then outdoor when it comes around. Okay, so that so um, and and then that the outdoor track and field will take you into the end of the year. Right. Yeah, it'll run through the end of April. There you go. And, and then exams, yep. and then you're out of there. Uh, yep. And then we get ready to plan, and we have a full summer to do all the things we want to do, all the planning, all the scheduling, mm -hmm. so that we can, you know, secure our basketball schedule early, yeah. we can get even more games, you know, more home games for our fans to come and see, and just have everything set up, you know, in advance early so that we don't have to rush. Great, great, great. Okay, uh, the, the players... Uh, in terms of your, you know, how many seniors you got on, on this year's team? So for the men's mm. team right now, it's two to three seniors. Okay, that's not bad. And then the women's one to two. So okay. we yeah, have a whole bunch of returners. And then this was uh, Coach Taylor's first first recruiting season because uh -huh. he started in September. So he just right. you know, played with what he had last year. Uh -huh. So he brought in, again, basically recruited two full teams. Mm -hmm. um, same for cross-country, essentially, and we'll do the same for outdoor. Mm -hmm. But next year, with the returners we have coming back and the recruiting that will be done, 
Like, we're going to be a force to reckon with next year. Right. That's what I was trying to go with. It. I was trying to see, like, how many people you would be losing and if you would end up be going into a rebuilding period, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh. yeah, so I guess the fortunate part is that he had to rebuild on the front end so that we, you know, have some longevity three to four years with some of these students that he was able to bring in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a couple of players who are redshirting, so mm-hmm. they'll get the experience of practicing this year, but we'll still have them for the four years that they're eligible. So That's we good. were building the program, yeah, getting the system going, and, and it's super, super exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Uh, I know this is your first year, but I, I, of course you, you, you research, you did your research, and you researched the team. Has... Um, the men's basketball team, let's take them, for example. Uh, have they been consistent in, or it, 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 has it been a lot of heavy recruiting every year over, over the years? So it, it kind of has been because, again, we're, we're uniquely situated. Mm-hmm. And if we're recruiting student-athletes who aren't from here right. and everything doesn't work out perfectly, mm-hmm. you know, they'll transfer. Right. And That's why I brought know, that up. And yeah. then, yeah, with the turnover that we've had in, in coaching staff as well, you know, some players follow their coaches. Yeah. It's been kind of up and down. So okay. there's been a rebuilding for, a last couple, for the last couple years. Mm-hmm. But um, what I'm proud to say is that our head coach, Shannon Taylor, he is committed to the program. Like, mm-hmm. Being around him when he, even when he's not coaching, just when he talks about being here, mm-hmm. you would believe he's from here. Like he is very <laughs> invested in the university. Yeah. He's very invested in our success yeah. and and the success of the program. So, right. um, whatever happened in the past, you know, is just that in mm-hmm. the past. Right. Um, but looking forward, you know, he has a good stable of athletes on both sides mm-hmm. in. And we can build on this and we can have some longevity and we could keep this thing together and roll in and find some great success. Yeah. And the reason why I asked that question is precisely because the answer you just gave, um, which is what I'd like to hear in that um, the... You know, regardless, like you said, what happened in your opinion? People say, oh, but you've, yeah, you know, before, blah, blah, blah. This is a whole different ball game now. You know, so right. we need to, yep. you always got to give the team a chance every year regardless. But I feel very, very confident about the, about the leadership of, 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 of um, this year, especially. And I, and I think people are going to see a, a, a much, much better program uh, than oh, yeah. they used to see. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that people will be very impressed with the program. Absolutely. Like, our, one, we have more home games, so they get mm-hmm. multiple options to come see, you know, the team, come see what UVA has to offer. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I'm big on is game environment. So mm-hmm. there's a whole lot to the game experience besides just the actual game. Right, so right. We're gonna make sure, yeah, we're going to have representation from the different uh, UVI schools mm-hmm. so that they can essentially recruit kids and get information mm-hmm. from and get information about the different, you know, majors and all that stuff mm-hmm. while they're here. Admissions will have a table on site for every game mm-hmm. so we can aid in the recruitment of, you know, students who are here who come to the games. Mm-hmm. Um, working on getting some vendors to the games. We're going to have, um, we're going to sell a few season tickets. We have a select group of there you go. select number of season tickets. So mm-hmm. we're going to offer our season ticket holders some different perks. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some exciting things like have courtside seating so that, 
folks can get that, you know, court level experience right. in the game. And we're going to make this whole thing an experience. So you're just wow. not going to come and watch a game and, uh-huh. you know, hear, hear, hear a whistle here and there. Like, we're going to have music. We're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to have entertainment at halftime. Like, we're going to really make this an experience. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about having our UVI athletic events be the premier event on island, don't think you just come into a good basketball game. Mm-hmm. You're going to come and you're going to get an outstanding experience. That, I like that. And, and you know what? And, and for, you know, I got to um, talk for those of us that don't live on St. Thomas. Uh, mm-hmm. Packages, travel packages. Yeah. Have you guys, yeah. uh, um, have you all rather looked into, it, yeah. Yeah, looked into so that? Yeah, because, you know, there's a lot of people, um, you know, you know, a lot of people from St. Croix being in St. Thomas, of course, but there's a lot of people who have not. And um, you want to, if you're not familiar with where the hotels are, you know, right. like, like, I love Point Pleasant out in the in the east, but if I'm mm-hmm. coming to a UVI game, I probably don't want to stay Point Pleasant because then I have to rent a car and all this kind of stuff. Right, right, yeah. right. So long as people know, like for instance, like if um, Emerald Beach or something partnered with mm-hmm. UVI, you knew, yep. you yep. know, yep. and then also restaurants too in, in you know in the French mm-hmm. Tongue area or. Or um or, oh, yeah. or Limburg Bay area that like, oh you yeah. you're here for a UVI game um ten percent right. off on on a meal on game day or something like that you know so that um yeah, so 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 it becomes oh, yeah. it makes it easier for the traveler because when the travelers come in right. he knows you know certain hotels to go to or, or or preferred hotels you can stay anywhere you want of course and then also right. you know that the these the certain restaurants are. Um, like give you this so you and it's convenient. Right. You go down to Arians and sub base or whatever, and it's just right, easier right. to go than 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 trying to figure out oh where we gonna eat. You know, right. <laughs> not to say that, oh, that yeah. UVI because I remember <laughs> the UVI cafeteria is very good, but um, I'm just oh, saying yeah, you know. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to Arians. That's one of my favorite places. There you go. The Fred is awesome. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, but those are you, you're talking about things that we have in the works because yeah, yeah. again I. Uh, and that sports tourism is a thing. There you go. And coming from St. Croix to St. Thomas for games, that's sports tourism. That it is. That's exactly what that is on, on, a, uh-huh. on a smaller scale, mm-hmm. but it is. So we are working on having those meetings with the local entities, hotels, restaurants, everybody, so that we can put together packages not only for um, the sports tourists, Mm-hmm. But for the teams that are coming in, because yeah. again, now we have nine other teams, mm-hmm. and next year for 24-25, it'll be 12 other teams from the conference mm-hmm. that have to come here. Wow. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I like to do, what I've done at previous stops, mm-hmm. was we have a visitor's guide. Yes. Where we have a list of all the hotels that we're partnering mm-hmm. with, a list of all the restaurants in town that we're partnered with and that are close, and you know, medical information, just all that, so that mm-hmm. I can email this document to my yeah. you know, counterparts at the other schools and say, hey, when you come to UVI, here are your options. Mm-hmm. And they'll know that they're, you know, budget-friendly or they're, they've been vetted by somebody on the ground so that they, will, they won't have to go out Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. and, and then also, the, and, and you know, you just brought up a thing, you know, Teams coming from the states, their family members are hey, going to the Virgin Islands. Hey, I might as well yeah, make a right. vacation out of this uh, Department of Tourism. 
you know, um, they, they look at your schedule, they look at who's coming in, you know, they can maybe start doing, I, I'm sure, you know, they probably have done that, but I'm just, you know, talking out loud that, um, thinking out loud that they could, um, work with, you know, with the hotels and, and, and the airlines and stuff like that to say, look, there's, um, you know, say a team is coming from Albany, Georgia, and you you do a, a little advertising for one week or whatever in Albany, Georgia. It's not going to be that expensive, you know, um, ahead of time, um, maybe through school newspapers or, or something that's even cheaper that says, look, if you guys, uh, the, the team is going to Virgin Islands to play for, for these days, and, um, you know, we encourage, uh, you know, the boosters and stuff to go down, you know, the, the, uh, and, and, and here's how you can do it, you know? Okay, Absolutely. so uh, yeah. Miss Miss Carty, Doctor Carty, we want to thank you very, very much for being with us today, and it was you know nice talking to you before and again, and I promise you, whenever we'll come back, we go we go now. Look at the schedule; we're gonna get over there. Okay, so awesome. All right, so yeah, you have a good day, you. and thank you again. Take care. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. And that was Doctor Karen Carty from UVI, and was speaking to us about the changes in the athletic program and the exciting stuff that we, they're doing. And, and we really encourage everybody to, um, to, 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 um, to, 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 um, <laughs> support the school and support their athletic program going forward. My mind is going a thousand different times, ways at one time. And once again, uh, thanks to the Department of Education earlier, Dr. Um, Hedgerton, and Mr. Milligan and Dr. Herman, and um, condolences to Monifa Bastion uh, from the Department of Education. God bless her, Harry Krishna. and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board. The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org events.